Hi everybody, welcome back to our Instant Reaction podcast, um, often just like that. Hi Tane, how are you? Hi Nana, can you believe it? We made it to the finale. We did, and this was way less painful than season one, so I appreciate all the writers, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely was a journey, but yeah, I mean, as always, we do want to thank you guys for being with us um through this journey and i know this time it feels like it kind of feels like a goodbye and i know people have asked are we doing the movies we are doing the movies we don't know when but we will do the movies that's why stay subscribed so that when a new episode pops up um you know when we do it but um yeah thank you for the comments the messages and the insights and speaking of comments, we did get one from Steph. Hi, Steph. Hope you feel better. Um, Steph lets us know that she, um, we were we were a comforting coping mechanism, Nana. The first time she got COVID, and now she seems to be going through another variant. So I hope you feel much better. But she had a couple of things to say about LTW's pregnancy. Um, she thinks that it was a pretty accurate description of what that conversation would sound like. Being She being a middle-aged woman in a long marriage with a child already in their teens, she feels like that's how the conversation would be without actually staying the word. Because mm-hmm. getting pregnant at that age would cause her significant distress, and they would both be motivated to minimize that distress as much as possible. And we would be both grateful in that moment to not need very many words to understand each other perfectly well. So um, there's another angle. And, you know, we've said this before, Nana, in the beginning when we first started, like the thing with And Just Like That is we understand that they're navigating a stage of life that we haven't experienced. Mm -hmm. So sometimes our point of view is different. Like we could still stand 10 toes down on what we think, but we're just assuming, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. With me, with that scene, um, it wasn't so much like, I actually do, like, I get what she's saying. Like, she's been with um, her husband for a long time. They both knew what they were implying. But for the sake of the show, I still think it would have been braver if they'd actually had her have an abortion rather than a miscarriage, you know? Um, Yeah. I just thought it was a missed opportunity because they posit themselves as a certain type of show. And I feel like they backed away from me just like at the last moment. And it was a bit disappointing. Yeah. But I do, yeah. But I do like, obviously we get to see the aftermath of her having a miscarriage as well versus an abortion. Cause I do think those are two different things, obviously. And the impact on LTW I thought was interesting, which we'll get more to into this episode, but yeah. Yeah, Steph to say, I can see how that would be unsatisfactory if I was a character in a TV show. Performing mm-hmm. for an audience that don't know us as well as we know each other. Um, About Miranda and the dinner party, she's like, yeah, we can say Carrie has been a pretty shitty friend, but she does not think that this is one of the best examples because we need to um, unpack Miranda's tendency to kick rocks when things get emotionally uncomfortable. Um, She has not shown integrity in the way she handles her relationships with Steve or Che. 
She had a full-blown affair, bolted out of her marriage, and enmeshed with Che like a bull in a china shop, and at no point appeared to give any thought to the fallout. <laughs> and now that they're supposed to just, just out of it, that the, she can't expect for it to clean itself up, and she doesn't deserve a free pass to not show up for her friend just because she hasn't mustered up the fortitude to deal with the situation that she created. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Okay, no. Okay, I do think she doesn't have a right not to go to Carrie's thing. I think Carrie was in the wrong to, like, make her be there, like, with Che. But I think, you know how you said last week, like, well, Che is also Carrie's friend. I've been thinking about that. And, yeah, I can, I think I'm a bit more open to her reaction. I just feel like I put all of Carrie's actions, you know, we're pitting them against, like, their decades-long friendship and it just always seemed like Miranda has given far more than Carrie you know so I think that was like this one time you can't do this for her <laughs> that was my yeah. issue but yeah it's what it is I feel that I just feel like with the Steve and Jay thing like for Steve I get it she's the one who blew them up but I also yeah. understand feeling like oh my god I fucked things up so bad where do I even begin and just being tentative, and it's like, it has to be Steve's lead. Like, what is he comfortable with? I can't just come and say, I want a relationship with you, when I don't even know if you want one, if I'm in your space or anything. So I understand her staying away. I don't know how else she could have handled it. Like, everybody, I still feel like everybody comes up with this thing, like, Miranda handled it so wrong or whatever. But I'm like, what was she supposed to do? And I've like, just with never her relationship with Steve? Huh? With her relationship with Steve or Che? Just in general. Like, last week mm. just seemed like, to me, the first time I'm realizing that, oh, she cuts people off dead. And I'm like, wait, why have I never thought about that, about Miranda? Because what are you supposed to do with an ex? Like, it's almost like they're saying you must be friends with your ex. And I'm like, again, we think about Carrie. Carrie's not friends with her ex. So why are we putting this on Miranda? I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. I still don't think Miranda did anything wrong with cutting people off. I feel like that's her prerogative. And if that's how she feels she needs to move on, that's okay. The only person I wouldn't really support is Steve because you guys have worked yes. together for so long and you share a child. But she's well within her rights, I feel, to cut Che off without a word, without looking back. If that's how she needs to move on, that's how she needs to move on. Nothing wrong with that. I agree. And even with the Steve one, like I said, is like she didn't know how to move because she knows she fucked up. It's one thing mm-hmm. if she's saying she didn't. She knows she blew their life up in the most hurtful way. So in that mm-hmm. way, you have to give them their space and go with what they want. So, yeah. And then the last thing was about Aiden's ugly cry. Like Aiden's cry might have seemed a bit hysterical, but I'm going to let him have it. He's going through all the things you mentioned, realizing the thing with Wyatt is more serious Throwing the exhaustion, general stress, the adrenaline that got him to that point. He just had a lot to let out. And now that Carrie's his person, she's the one that he's going to turn to. Let's just see if Carrie's up to the task of doing some genuine emotional labor. Everyone (laughs) Carrie has been with, including Aiden, up until this point, has made being in a relationship pretty easy for her. Aiden won't be able to just shield her from the difficulties that come with him being a parent, nor should he feel like he has to. I mean, in this case, I can understand his cry, but I think Nana's beef with it, with it was that it was just terrible acting. Thank you. I'm like, so, it wasn't the crying. Yeah. 
I completely understand the crying. It was just awful. I was just like, wow, this is the best they can do. Can they ever redo the scene? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I th- well, no, it's coming back to me. I think I might have said he was overreacting. And I said, I'm not a parent. I get it. But it just seemed like he was crying like he died. So maybe that's what she's mm. referring to. Like, I get it. Okay, yeah, that's probably what it was. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. It just, I, he was crying like he died. But I get it. Your kid could have died. So mm-hmm. that's, you know. And also, but, that's a good point about Carrie always having a relatively easy relationship. And it's true. I just thinking back, I think, like, emotional labor, Burger, obviously, he was a prick, but putting being a prick aside, he was going through, like, depression or whatever. And I wouldn't say she handled it great, even though Burger was not a nice person. I'm reiterating that. He was a horrible man. But everything else, like, Big never really showed her any of that side, right? emotional mm-hmm. yeah and Aiden while she was with him well she cheated on him so that was their issue but aside from that they didn't really go through any emotional upheaval I feel yeah That's a good point. she just floated through her main mm-hmm. character syndrome very well and all that but yeah thanks Steph we appreciate it it's always nice to see what you guys are thinking and then we can rethink what we thought and see where we stand and once again hope you feel better Yes, thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, so the episode begins. We finally see the long-awaited call from Samantha. Samantha, Samantha, Samantha. Oh, it was so nice seeing her for just like it wasn't even a full minute. I don't even think it was a full minute. And I'm just uh, please come back. I just feel like she has the best balance to the show. And I'm like, look how one scene just made everything feel so right. How did you feel about the scene? Oh, Nana. I was like, it just feels so good to see Samantha. Like, it's the missing puzzle. We will not be arguing on if she lost her acting chops. The babe still got it. Just that one line, like, that was a fantastic fucking flat. Like, if she could join season three, that would propel this show forgive all the sins like we'll Mm -hmm. just let it be but who knows they might fuck her up the way they fucked up Miranda who knows but (laughs) you know she keeps saying Kim Cattrall is saying like no she's not doing it she's not coming back and I'm like well she said she would never do anything and she showed up but honestly they need to do everything they can to bring her back that was just such a bright spot and it made me feel happy just me too I had a smart big smile on my face the whole time even from how she was dressed because you know she was bought the fashions just the energy we needed oh i'm not one of those people um who thinks oh she's a she should have her own show no sorry supporting characters are supporting for a reason but like you said we just need a samantha we just do i'm sorry i know they tried with seema but it ain't the same <laughs> it's just not the same i'm sorry i don't think she's coming back though but again we could be wrong. I could eat my hat. But it just made me sad. What did you think of the whole premise though, and the phone call? Like, would it be that would it be like that after not speaking for that long? No tension, nothing. No, they're speaking. 
but that's uh, that's what I was about to say was like that answered that thing that we talked about. You had a question and I think I mentioned and just like that relies very heavily on a lot of things happening off screen, which is funny because they mentioned that on the official podcast today. And I was like, OK, yeah. now we have it that a lot of things happen up there. So they are speaking. It's not like it's strange. Now, what was strange and I think maybe they forgot about that part is how are they speaking and she didn't mention that she was having to dinner and she had to hear it from Charlotte and Miranda. So that answered the question you had. But on the official podcast, they, were, they mentioned the off-screen thing and said, of course, they're all talking. Because you asked if Charlotte and Miranda are still talking to yeah. Sam or if it's just Carrie. But they're like, oh, yeah, they're talking. So I'm like, why would they mention the person who's actually having the dinner and letting go of the flat? Sorry, the apartment. What did I say? Flat. Because it's a flat. Thank you. I've I've slowly succeeded. This has been a ten-year sneaking British culture into your language. I've succeeded. Thank you. Whatever. So, um, not tell her, but this is the problem that I don't think we're ever going to solve. As much as season two was better, it, it it. they still have this sloppy writing every now and then. Like, why wouldn't Carrie mention something this monumental to Samantha? Okay, wait, sorry. Sorry to harp on about it. Like, okay, so answer my question about, yes, Miranda and Charlotte clearly still talk to Samantha. But her and Carrie don't talk. Wasn't this their first conversation? Well, no, they text. They mentioned, she mentioned um, um, over the way, um, somewhere along the episode or whatever, that they text. What the hell? So, yeah. Season one, when she wasn't picking up any of her calls, she said she'd been trying, they don't talk anymore. We're just supposed to be okay with the fact that they started talking again. Yeah, and well, it's not she texted her during big that she couldn't, and then she texted yeah. her during, was it the surgery or something or whatever? No, they text. Mm. So they communicate. They just don't, I mean, this cannot be a first conversation because when she picked up, no, it's not, oh God, no, this is not their first conversation. That would be very strange. They do text. They they, they do communicate. Okay. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, I guess. <laughs> anyway. So, um, after that... Uh-huh. At the end, when she said she was Annabelle Bronstein? Yes, I did. It was from that um, pool party episode, right? Or not pool party. Yeah, when they when needed the, a summer pool. Yes. And she found the yes. guest card. And was faking mm-hmm. to be a rich person. Was, oh, was so, so nice. And I love and that it's got... still a running joke because in real friendships that would still be a running joke, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like a real life, sorry. <laughs> for Kim Cattrall, she got her one meal. <laughs> Just for sure, no problem. Because isn't that why she didn't come? Well, I thought she didn't come back because of her beef, but then I heard that it was because of money. Really? But it can't be because of money. Because if it was money, I think they would pay. To have her back, yeah, honestly. they definitely would, especially after season one. But you know paid. what I found fascinating? On the official podcast, they did not talk at all about how they brokered Samantha to join. And I just mm-hmm. thought that was just a huge gap. But maybe they're not allowed to talk about it because that's all I wanted to know was mm-hmm. how did you get her to agree to do the scene? But they maybe. did not touch it at all. They were just more I do think her real beef is with SJP, though. Like, she does not like that woman, and she's not shy to let us know either. No, I understand that, but I would like to know how she went from 
I'm not doing the show to them writing it out and one and getting her to be on the show. I mean, on the scene. Yeah. My thing is, how can you hate somebody that much that you can't just be professional with them? Which, again, obviously, I don't know what her true, 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 true beef with her, but. You know how, like, we all hate people we work with. Well, not all of us, but some of us. But you get up, go to work, just do your job with them when it comes to them. <laughs> Collect your check and go home. Why is that not possible? Ugh. And I'm selfish. I just want her back. For real. <laughs> but um, we see um, Charlotte waking up with the worst hangover after her really good night out last night and I really loved Charlotte getting Harry together and I was like come on Charlotte yes let him know like yes it's been hard for you for what a few weeks since she's been back but she's been doing this and I love that she stressed that it's an expectation from women and that when men do it they want applause <laughs> do you know yeah. oh yeah clap for me for parenting your child like what Mm-hmm. I love that scene. Yeah. Um, Miranda and Steve's talk, I really loved it. It was one of my favourite parts of the episode because it just felt really real. Like, two people who built so much together, built a life together, and they're no longer angry with each other. The anger's gone a bit. Like, Steve doesn't seem angry at Miranda anymore for blowing up their life, and Miranda seems less guilty you know of all the things and she seems really proud of Steve I don't know I just really like that scene even with Brady like looking fondly on them yeah it was very nice um the conversation where she said you were the smart one <laughs> Michael Patrick King got very emotional on the official podcast about that. Oh. Like I said, he's always congratulating himself anyways, but he was like, when I wrote this, when I did this, that he's been there like in real life or whatever, where Miranda has always felt like she was better than Steve in mm-hmm. some ways or whatever. And then for her to just admit that, you know, it's not necessarily just the book smart or the whatever and just saying like you were smart you know, you're the smart one and all that, that that was just such a huge validation or something. But yeah, he started choking up and tearing up, talking about it, like being right about, you know, getting a house in Brooklyn when nobody would get one. And even like them being together and Steve saying like, no, we were, I was right about that for a very long time or whatever, that it just felt so nice and stuff. I was like, wow, okay. I don't know what happened. He's right, though. Miranda did think she was better than Steve. I think we've mentioned yeah. it a lot of times. So, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, nice that I everything just... kind of leveled out. Yeah. Um. I mean, for all the talk about exes, we've we've said it ad nauseum. Her and Steve have a different relationship. I don't think it's an unreasonable ask by Miranda. Like, I would want to know what's going on in your life. They share a child, and they just share that history that is so long, and they're so intertwined. But I'm glad that Steve was like, I can't get on that roller coaster with you again. So let's just set your boundary and no coming back. But I keep wondering, are they saying bye to Steve? It always feels like a goodbye. It does, doesn't it? It felt like a goodbye to season one, too, and then here he is again. Yeah. So I'm just, uh, we say, and then even on the official podcast, I can't tell 
they keep saying we wanted to give the what's his name David Eigenberg or something, mm-hmm. and we respect him. I'm like, so is he coming back? Is he not? Like, I don't know how that's gonna work, but yeah. But yeah, maybe he'll pop up thing. for like try and find Zork because really and truly, why he shouldn't really be part of the show as much anymore because he doesn't really have much of a connection with Miranda anymore unless it's got to do with Brady. Like, it really wouldn't make sense. This is my stance. If you find a way to keep Jay, find a way to keep Steve. Like, I don't... If you can work that out and keep this going, any any character can stay as long as they want. <laughs> yes. And one last thing about this scene for me. I love that he basically said he was right about them for however many years. Because I think, again, we've mentioned this. Like, just because a relationship ends doesn't mean it wasn't a success. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, they... It didn't last, but they had a lot of happy years together when no one would have given them more than like a year or two, right? Yeah. So it wasn't all the worst, but yeah. Um, Naya, um, uh, she gets told she's been what? What is it that she's she's been voted into something something about lawyers? Voted something something Colombia. Yeah, some a big deal basically. Um. I love her outfit. I like how they always have little touches of like African designs in her clothes. It seems, you know, it's stereotypical, but something she would do. You know how she always has braids. Letting you know that, you know, a bit of Afrocentricness right there. I just always like her outfits. But um, I like the character of Jean, the guy that told her. I like characters like that. They're like good little supporting characters. I think they've done well this season with the. Um, like random supporting characters have all been like a delight. They me. reminded us that he's been on Sex in the City before. He's one of the really? two different roles. He was the tap dancing teacher when Charlotte was trying to find herself, I guess, after she broke up her hair. Yes. I would never have placed it together. Yeah. And he's like a big deal in the Broadway world. He looked familiar, oh, but I couldn't place him. But yeah. He had presence, whoever he was, because he made me sit up and pay attention. I'm like, now there's an hour presence. I loved it. Yeah, Michael Patrick oh. King had to be someone that was like black royalty and had some kind of elegance to them. And I was like, well, you nailed it. <laughs> you really did. Do you know, I know it's a thing, but it will never stop annoying me that we have to call Andre, Andre Richard every single time because I'm just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It irritates me. But her, that line, so she goes home and tells Miranda what happened. She's happy, but she seems a bit down. Um, so she tells Miranda that she may not make it to Carrie's dinner. Because when she heard the news, the first person she wanted to share it with was with Andre Rashad. <laughs> Which is so real. Because, come on, they again, like Miranda and Steve, Spent their whole lives together. And I'm sure there are times when, like, even when Miranda's winning, she wanted to, like, pick up the phone and call Steve. And that's part of breakups, isn't it? That your your person is no longer your person. And that's, mm-hmm. like, the messed up part, because that's the friendship aspect, because you're going through a friendship breakup as well as a lover breakup. But, yeah, I really felt her in that scene. And I didn't expect her to have the line, like, she has all of this stuff, except she has no man to share it with. And I was just like, ooh, because I know a lot of people won't admit to that. What did you think of it? What do you think of that line? 
<sighs> I've been dreading you asking me this question because I keep going back and forth on what I think about it. Now, when we talk about sex in the city, we said all the time that we need to give space for people if they want, if they feel like there's a hole and they want to be with someone or want to be in a relationship, they're allowed to have those feelings and they're allowed to say it. But I don't know why I felt a kind of eh when she said it. Like, she just had a great life and she had that because I'm trying to unpack that. Because in the after the official podcast, they talked a lot about this. And, of course, they were so proud of themselves, like what you said, that not a lot of people would say that out loud. For someone who's into critical thinking and all that, Mm -hmm. saying that out loud was so vulnerable and so real and all that. I think for me, it's that. I, I, I'm torn between if Naya still loves Andre Rashad or if it's just a remnant of the breakup because I'm feeling like if you're with someone that long and they broke up, she would be reveling in her newfound freedom. And I don't know. I, I think I was going back and forth on if it rang true on her feeling lonely already, already wanting another man so soon after breaking up with Andre Rashad. But then that brought me back to the question of not knowing the answer. Does Naya still love Andre Rashad or not? I don't know. Okay, so I think she does because the seems that the sole reason they broke up was children, right? They weren't unhappy with each other. They liked each other. They'd been together for decades. It was the children issue that broke them up. So I feel like that is why I think she still loves him. Because how do you let go of that so easy? It's not like he mistreated her. They weren't happy together. It was one very important issue that you couldn't agree on. And it's not something you can compromise on. You can't compromise on one person or wanting kids and one person wanting kids that's like one of the few issues in marriage that is like you can't compromise on so mm-hmm. I feel like that's what makes it all the more the more difficult because probably if it wasn't for that they'd still be together happily together okay so I think that's where the breakup has been so tricky well I've actually liked seeing it thinking about it it's a different type of breakup isn't it when it's not because this person was horrible they cheated on you, they did this to you, they did that to you. It's literally because you want different things. So if she's still in love with him, shouldn't she work through that? There's just been some kind of frenzy for her to replace Andre and have another man. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, is it sustainable or healthy? Like if she's still in love with him, why be with someone when your heart is with someone else? But where's that love going to go? She's not going to get back together. And we all know, like, because remember, even when I was saying Kerry and Aiden seemed to have moved fast, it's been well over a year, hasn't it? Yeah. Since I broke up. And, and that's fair enough. I think there are people who do that. I'm thinking with my brain. I'm just a big proponent of, I say this on our Married at First Sight um, podcast, when we talk about people who are being cast who just got out of a relationship like three months or six months, I'm a believer of a purge period. I think mm. whether a breakup is bad or good, there are things you take out of a relationship 
either for you to learn, either for you to, you know, move on or to take for your next relationship. I'm just a believer that you need that period to just kind of breathe, purge, and just get through whatever that was. And especially for this, that was a long time since she was what? They were in high school, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a long thing to unpack that you don't want to just take that or whatever. So I'm just, it just seems so quick immediately. Yes, she was just having sex, but it seemed like she was, she has been looking for a man since the Halloween party. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Sorry, please continue. Love is not going to go anywhere, but I'm thinking like just kind of like sorting through those feelings and just giving herself some time to heal, I think. But the thing is, I think she has been. We just haven't haven't been shown it because they were basically breaking up from almost the very first episode of Just Like That, right? Because that's how they were introduced, that there was that conflict. And it's been, what, two years now, hasn't it? Since the very first episode. It's been a year since Big Diet. I thought all of season one was a year. And then all of season... They broke up last season, the first season. Because remember, they they separated. He went away. And that's when she was calling in to, to ask whether he was sleeping with... A white woman who ended up having the baby with. Yeah. And that was season one. Okay. So it's been okay. over a year. It's just, that's what I mean. That's sometimes still what my issue is with this show. The way they fill time and where we're expected to fill in gaps because they don't tell us. Because we've had whole episodes of Naya missing, you know? So that's yeah. why I get it because it does seem like, whoa, okay. But Technically, if we are giving them grace, it has been well over a year since they split up. But it okay. just doesn't seem at first because they haven't showed us any of the work. But I also agree with you that she's clearly still hung up on all of that because we can see with the whole baby shower gift, whatever. But I wonder, I don't know, she's someone I feel like would benefit from like therapy, trying to work through some feelings. But maybe she is going and we just don't know, you know? Yeah, because, you know, part of the thing is, like, you mentioned your person and all that kind of stuff. You never know when you're done being hung up on a person until you wake up one day and you realize, like, oh, shit, I'm not even thinking about this person. So, for me, it was because she got this big news and the first person she still wanted to call was Andre Rashad. That's what raised my bells and whistles, like, oh, what's Mm -hmm. going on? Because I know there's some people where... When I was so hung up on them, I was like, oh, my God, their birthday's today, did this and her. And then I get to the point where I'm like, oh, sh- I didn't even, I forgot that yeah, their birthday them, yeah. even happened. So, but the fact that she was still thinking, like, I, the first person I still wanted to reach out to was Andre Rashad, not even a friend or anything, but him. I was like, oh, are we yeah. good? That's, yeah. Maybe right. he's always been the one, like, they've shared career milestones with, who knows? But yeah, I feel you. I don't. I don't think she's fully over him at all. But I did like the reintroduction of um Gary Dorden's character for her. I don't know. I like them together. <laughs> yeah, but it's like she was gonna turn down a Michelin chef dinner. Naya, someone who appreciates food. Good food. That's how down in the dump she was. Okay. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Of course, Carrie would have a Michelin star chef cooking for everyone. At her last she, wanted in a, she wanted in a raffle. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. I completely forgot that. About that. Sorry. Huh. Interesting. I loved her dress. Obsessed with her oh, dress. It was perfection. 
perfection. Even down oh, to the glittery God. leggings or whatever she was wearing. I love the whole look. It was amazing. Michael said they told the wardrobe people they just needed something that floated since she was going up and down the stairs. And I'm like, nailed it. It was amazing. Did they say who the designer was? I didn't look it up. They did, but you know me. I don't. Mm. <laughs> they said it was fitted just for her. So okay, I'm going to look it up. Was, it was just her. Yeah. But everyone looks amazing, though. Like everyone. Charlotte, Miranda looks sensational. Whoever's been dressing her, knocking it out of the park this season, especially the last few episodes. So, 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 so good. I didn't like LTW's dress. Yeah. But I feel like it's her, isn't it? It looks like a jellyfish. I didn't like it. <laughs> and I've loved everything she wore. It got the burst of color, but yeah. mm, I just didn't like it. Now, Charlotte, I love... Yes. They've been des- dressing her in a lot of floral patterns. Yes! I need to search too. And I then again, like sorry, not to talk about women's bodies, but I just thought about that episode again about the belly and how she was because I didn't see it here. I think it was just fitted well, right? The way it is. Because that dress, it looked like a lot. No, just saying, it looked like a lot thicker material. Okay. I don't know. I could be wrong. Or maybe she wore her spanks that she didn't want to wear the other time. Okay, I just thought, of course, her dress is Oscar de la Renta. (laughs) Okay. I love it. I love how they have all these throwbacks that she's still an Oscar de la Renta girl. Because even after her relationship with um, Alexander. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. But she looks sensational. Like, I don't know. I like that one's... I can, I, can, I can go with the criticism of LTW's outfit. It was a bit more out there. But as usual, I was obsessed with her jewellery. I really, really liked her scenes with um, Herbert. I'm like, mm-hmm. look at him being such a good husband. And I like that he made her... I don't know. I just feel like if I was married, that's how I would want my husband to handle things like that. Because I get it. Of course, she's going to feel guilty. And I like that they brought that up. Because regardless of whether you wanted to have this baby or not, but the choice was taken away from you, of course, you're going to think, oh, you wish your baby away. Or I didn't even want it. So, of course, I'm being punished. I think they're all valid thoughts. And her husband, I feel like, did the absolute right thing for her. There was no judgment. There was no even like, oh, don't say that. Do you know what I mean? He let her get it out and like supported her, which is what I think someone should do. Yeah, your partner should always let you be. And he gave her room to be and get all her um, emotions out. And I still cannot clock Carrie as a pet owner, but apparently she is. Like, Carrie has just never been maternal. So I just, this whole thing for Shu is throwing me the hell off. Just like, who is this person? But it's cute to see. So it was very, um, like you said, even if you wanted the baby or not, just the mention of Carrie saying, this is my baby. And that's what triggered um, LTW. That is, you know, very real life. The thing about triggers is that they have no warnings. You have no idea what it is that's going to make you lose it. Even just the way she told Charlotte, when Charlotte was like, oh, you're drinking. And she's like, oh, we lost the baby. And then she's like, Charlotte wants to react, and she's like, not here. That yeah. was just um, good because acting. Very good acting. Like, she's holding it together by a thread, and she doesn't need any of that. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, Even Charlotte, yeah. I'm like, Kristen Davis keeps confusing me. Good accent one week, bad the next. But you know what? Never change. <laughs> Never change. I will say something that I just noticed. The wallpaper on Carrie's apartment. I'm like, I think this has been here. I don't know if I forgot. But it felt Always like been it was there. Yeah, I, since they returned. And I'm like, yeah. wait, it's also the same background for the end, just like that, like the poster, yeah. the things or whatever. And I'm like, why does this feel like it's the first time I'm seeing you? Because I was like, did she just do this for the dinner? And I'm like, no, Tane, something's wrong with you. But yeah, I don't know. But do you know what it is? Is because they panned out and you saw the entire space, I think, for the first time. Because usually I've, I've definitely noticed the wallpaper because I remember when they first moved in, I was like, whoa, this apartment is way bigger than we, I remembered it being, even with Aiden knocking out into the next one but I think it's because you know they showed us the entire table was a lot more in your face and it also matched with the tablecloth as well Lizette was just there like a ghost I'm just like oh pointless character I'm so sorry (laughs) I am irrationally annoyed at how she got this apartment yes I am irrationally annoyed at her hair and I'm like, surely the set is not going to be a romantic interest for Jay because I- I've had it. But I like that it was just admiration. They yes. set up Jay with Amber Rose. So, yeah, this one is just some yeah. imagination. I know. In the beginning when they were talking, I was just like, wait, I thought we were going with Toby. So what is happening uh-huh. here? But I'm, that's why I'm like, I'm glad because I'm like, surely they're not going to make her. But um, do you know what? I saw you tweet you loved olives <laughs> a few days ago, and I was gonna respond. But I'm like, ah, that's why she tweeted that because I hate olives. <laughs> We're not doing the what? olive taste of the dinner, and I was like, what? Oh, my worst nightmare. <laughs> oh my god, is that is that why I tweeted it? Yes, maybe. <laughs> that must have been why, because I put it in my notes like, oh, that's what. Because I'm like, why would you randomly tweet? I love olives. Because I got a salad from my work cafeteria at some point, I can't remember, and I had it, and I just felt that, but every time I took a bite with an olive, it was like a party in my mouth, and I was like, hmm, I really do love olives. No, it's one of those things I've tried to love again as an adult, because you know your taste will change, but no, I can eat them kind of if they're really hidden, but mm -mm, no thanks. I went out, I got inspired, I bought me a batch of olives, they're sitting waiting for me, I can't wait to chow chow. Oh my god, <laughs> the, more, the more for you, the more for you. I'll stick with olive oil, thank you. <laughs> I'll stick with olive oil. Um, let's just talk about it briefly, Anthony and Giuseppe, their storyline, what did you make of this? I don't know. It was like a metaphor wrapped in a riddle and in a thing. I don't care. It's nice. It's cute. I have walls. It's impenetrable. I'm going to Rome. I'm now I can stay. So you were going to go and turn your whole life around. But the minute he said yes, then you're going to. I don't care. So that's all I got. I'm with you. If I cared enough, I'll break it down because I'm like, there's something problematic in that. Like, I'm going to leave for Rome unless you let me fuck in the ass. But okay. But again, like you say, side characters being given main character treatment. <laughs> I'm not here for it. I did think they were cute, like the bits we've seen previously. But this, I'm like, okay, you're giving them too much time. I'm good on them. 
good on them. I'm just so happy we didn't see Rock and Lily this episode. Just that glimpse of Brady was enough for the children, because the children have been trying my nerves <laughs> this season. But yeah, it was a really nice dinner group. Like she's really built like an eclectic community. Still has her core, but she's added new people to like. So. It's so funny because a lot of um, reviews I've read, someone was being snarky and was like, yeah, she invited all these people that have no history with this apartment to come say goodbye. Okay. And I laughed because I'm like, I mean, yeah, that's right. Like, they're right. <laughs> they're right. I'm sorry. The memories, you could have just left it with the four girls who actually, like, spend time there. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, the right people to be there would have been the girls in Stanford. They spent a lot of time in that yes. apartment. They went through a lot in that apartment. So, I mean, the last time Smike was in her apartment was fucking up her netball dress, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, Smike is so pretty to me. I don't, I know everyone has different relationship with their spouses, but I really hate that couple humor where it's like putting people down. Never been for me. And it always makes me uncomfortable. And to me, it's a red flag. I'm like, mm, you're going to have problems in the future because people will say the nastiest things under the guise of it. Oh, it's just a joke. Oh, can't you take a joke? But that could just be me personally projecting. So I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Yeah. Um, Miranda gets a call up basically to be on the BBC to replace her boss. So she gets reunited with what's her name, Joy, the yeah. woman, and you're right, who was definitely flirting with her. <laughs> um, but I love the reminder that Miranda doesn't drink anymore because I completely forgot that she is a recovering alcoholic. Damn, she's really been through it like divorce, breakup break up from alcohol as well it's been a tough year for her a new job i actually forgot about that i didn't forget but i i don't know how i felt about joy's response to i don't drink to you might want to they claim yeah, it was like that and no. i'm like uh okay <laughs> Not nothing funny. funny not at all but it's good to see miranda like back yes in her element and I thought she looked so good. I'm like, oh, what a night to get called out to be spontaneously on the BBC when you look sensational. <laughs> mm-hmm. Finally, some good luck for our girl. So I like the um let go game. The what, sorry? The let go game. Yeah, okay. We had to like name one word mm-hmm. of the thing that you let go. I really liked it. I like that they let LTW keep the guilt because they weren't supposed to repeat the word yeah but she's like i'm i'm keeping it anyways it's gonna be guilt and i like that herbert didn't get to say anything he was just overcome by emotion and i did not get harry's self-possessiveness i don't i don't know what that means no she said no she's letting i thought she was letting go of expectations what did i mean that was harry's i said harry's oh i thought you said carrie no, Harry, Harry, Harry said oh, yeah. self-possessiveness, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't get it. I mean, Charlotte <laughs> thought it was cute, so I guess it was, but I don't get it. Yeah. What is self-possessiveness? Like being confident in your abilities and your capabilities. That's what Someone self-possessiveness is? Mm-hmm. Oh. Someone who's self-possessed, like extreme confidence, purity in all like you can do. 
and what you know you can do as well. Oh, okay, good for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Seema and Ravi. And I'll be very honest with you, another storyline that doesn't really excite me. I don't know. I've, I haven't been feeling it. I've been getting the same vibes as um, Anthony and Giuseppe. Where every time they come on, it's like my interest level wanes a bit. And I feel mean, but it is what it is. I really like Seema, but I don't care about the storyline. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Because it doesn't resonate. They did not make this realistic. I believed more in her relationship with the club guy or whoever it was she dated earlier than this. This just mm-hmm. popped up from nowhere. Like you came to get an apartment. You said I love you during sex. And then you have these intense feelings. I don't buy them in love. I don't buy that Raj, uh, Ravi is in this relationship. He still seems checked out. Yes, he's saying the words, but I'm not buying it. Plus, I always want to rip off his ascot. Like, it's just get out of here. And so that's my thing with their relationship. It's like, it's like you're forcing it down our throats. Like, we know Seema wants this great love. But then it's not feeling like, oh, my God, I love them together. It's just feeling like we push them together. So make it work. And you just accept it. Like, yeah. the montage that they were doing where they were still on the phone, he said he was letting go of social media. I'm talking to you after sex. And we're smoking and having a good time. And you still get on the phone to scroll? It wasn't even a phone call? And then she takes the phone from me, you take it back to scroll again? Nah, G. I don't There's know. so many red flags with them. Yeah. And there's no chemistry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I just don't see Seema putting up with it either. I'm sorry, Seema's a bad bitch. She can walk out of there tomorrow and meet 10 other men. Do you know? Like, why this one? And they yeah. haven't shown us enough about what makes this one special absolutely nothing there's no chemistry i mean before she said i love you the last thing we saw was like nothing is happening he's not Mm -hmm. you know the kind of person he's on his phone too much just all the things and then now you're in love with him so and i'm trying not to repeat myself because i'm not going to go way back but i keep going back to the whole hampton's house thing and now she fell in love and her whole world changed but that's besides the point. But also, her outfit was awful at the dinner. Sorry. I hear Yeah, that. for Seema, it's just something. I've seen her in much, much, much better outfits. It's just, everything about Seema just seems sad and droopy in the last few episodes. I'm like, what's happened to her? And it's a stupid relationship that they're forcing her in. I hope they knit that in a bud. Do you know if they knew that we're getting a season three when they wrote this episode? Probably not. Because some some of it, I'm like, no, sorry, please continue. They didn't mention it. They didn't even mention, oh, we'll be back for season three or whatever, see you guys or whatever. They didn't say that, so I don't think they knew. Yeah, because a lot of this episode was giving me, let's wrap it up, you know, just in case we don't get come back, like reuniting Naya with um, Toussaint, Seema enforcing this guy on her, you know. They knew about Toussaint. So with Toussaint, that was planned. They said they wanted an actor that could show up in the first episode and then be like, you have to be available later. So that was mm. planned. Like okay. that, they were going to do that. So, yeah. I like them. They have good chemistry. They have chemistry. <laughs> um, me, Naya yeah. is the kind of person, Karen Pittman is the kind of person that has chemistry with a lot of people. Yeah. What was it she was on? What the show was show. No, no, no. Um, no, not that one. I want to say it was Louie. There was an episode she was on, and honestly, the way her demeanor is, it just feels like everything she's saying is a sex word. 
Like she's just a sexy person. So she exudes she is a sexy sex. person. Her eyes, yeah. the way her words come out, the way her body language is. So she's like the antithesis of Carrie. Carrie has no <laughs> chemistry with anyone, and Karen Pittman has uh, chemistry with almost everyone. Do you know what's so true? Think about it. She actually is a very naturally sexy woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was in, yes, it was Louis. It was an episode of Louis. But yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so gonna wrap up with um Aiden and Carrie. So Aiden doesn't come to the dinner as he always said he wasn't going to, and he's still looking after his sick child. But um, after dinner, Carrie's cleaning up, which I always thought thought was weird because Carrie would not be cleaning up that would have been done for her but um he's throwing stones at her window and she looks out Aiden's there she lets him in and he's finally entered the apartment guys (laughs) but he's acting weird he's basically there to break things off with her he says Wyatt was on mushrooms and been drinking when he crashed the car and he needs him his boys all need him they need a stability because the farm is his home uh, even though they have a mother as well guys but apparently the mother is too busy because she travels a lot for her work or with her boyfriend and i'm just like this is a nice switching of traditional gender roles but it still irritated me i can't lie <laughs> and again this is a part of me that i'm like maybe it's because i'm not a parent that i know the le- level of sacrifice is astronomical but a part of me, again, this is me being cynical and bad mind. Like, do you really want to be with Carrie that bad if you're not even going to fight for it a little bit? Yeah. Was that being mean? I mean, I'm not a parent either, so I'm not going to give the full <laughs> thing. I always feel like, and I know I always say, like, once you decide to be a parent, like, the kids come first. But it just seems like such a stretch. Like, so does that mean you should be unhappy? And I don't understand why both cannot coexist mm-hmm. so it's it's a little confusing to me i'm with you because i think their setup was great right the one week off one week off like yeah. how much time of your parent do you need <laughs> like i um, think that is great unless what he wasn't saying is carrie is what's triggering why it's bad behavior i'm with you and that because he can feel his dad's affections being shared with someone else. That would have made more sense for them to actually put in the script, but I don't know if Aiden, being the kind of person he is, thinks that's too cruel to tell Carrie. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, unless that's what's not being said. Maybe. Also, someone else other than Carrie, I feel like, would have picked that up without having been told, you know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Wyatt literally always doing something to try and interrupt their time together mm-hmm. someone else would have, like wouldn't have even had to be told that so it's a tricky situation but personally if i were carrie and you were telling me to wait for you for five years i would tell you to fuck off i'm so sorry <laughs> like i'm not doing that and even the fact that you asked i'll be like who the hell do you think i am i don't care if this is like our great love getting back together five years are you serious no. no, no, no. When that came out his mouth, I thought it was a joke. When he said, "You just wait till he's an adult," and then Carrie was like, "Um, in six years," and that one's like, "Oh, one, he's turning fifteen and whatever." I'm uh, whatever age he is. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Are you joking?" 
Like, they didn't even discuss the terms. Are we allowed to see other people? How do you know my feelings would just be, like, what is this? Is this a joke to you? I could have fallen in love and married two other people in the next five years, you know? (laughs) Like, are you having that laugh? Like, what? Why would you even ask someone that? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't get it. And then he tried to just snap his finger. Oh, no, yeah, (laughs) sorry. Yeah. And I think what pissed me off the most, I'm like, oh, so you people still stayed and had sex with each other after all of this? No. No, no, no. I was so irritated. Her reaction should have been akin to her reaction to when Big stood her up on the altar. Because I don't, she was too calm about it. I'm like, what are you? He's like, no, I love you. I promise I wouldn't break your heart again, but wait for me five years. Everything about it just seemed like a joke. I don't know. This finale was not it for me because there were too many, it was like Swiss cheese, too many holes, man. Mm. I actually didn't mind it, like, overall, but I, definitely now we're talking about it. The holes are getting bigger and bigger. But yeah, yeah it was really irritating. Yeah, because she didn't carry the main characters, so I get it, they had to split in some way, but even if you make it like Wyatt has rehab, Mm -hmm. and he needs to get back, and we need to be focused, I won't be able to come one week, one off, and it's not fair to you for me to do that, so let me just focus on him. And don't do the five years thing. And then maybe during that time, Carrie meets someone and then you have the conversation like, hey, I met someone. Like, I don't know. I don't want you to feel guilty, but this happened. I'm so sorry. That makes more sense to me than to ask a grown person who is 56 to wait until they're 61 Mm -hmm. while you do whatever you need to do. Are we not talking the entire time? Are we this? Are we not? Like, it's just absurd. The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And it's not, he did, do you know what pissed me off about Aiden? He didn't even say, like, I'm so sorry, like, to have to do this, but right now, why it has to come first. I would love if you were still free, like, in five years or whatever, but he's asking her to wait for him for five years. I'm like, please be for real. Please be for real. On the plus side, you notice Carrie didn't have a brown during her sex scene. I was like, that one's for Tane. Yeah, Yeah, they rolled over really well. Yes, all of them. Everybody was getting sex in the city that night. But, yeah. Carrie's sex scenes are just rolling over. Rolling, (laughs) switching stuff. But, yeah. I mean, the montage was cute. Yes. The montage was cute. And, sorry, the the official podcast mentioned that we know that Herbert and LTW have like a good sex life, so they didn't want them to show them having sex again. They just wanted to show them being intimate, the intimacy that they share, even if it's just by them just sleeping, but you can feel the love between each other. Um, just being I think that was bit. smart. It wouldn't have been a good idea to show them having sex, I think. I will give them just like that this. I mean, we've said it a lot. I love, love, love the way they are handling Herbert's and LTW's relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I just thought of something. What? Remember, you just asked me if we need to have a, a season three, but on the podcast, they had said something about we're not saying it, but we're not going to say who her mom is. Oh, we never yeah, you did. That's true, we actually. So I don't know if it was cut oh. out or Probably. maybe season three. 
already. So I take back my answer. I don't know if they knew they had a season three, but I just realized we didn't see the mom. So we didn't. Oh yeah. Oh. I still think it's gonna be Felicia Rashad. So <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Did you have anything else you wanted to add, Hayne? Just one minor thing. You had asked one time that you wished they would change LTW's wig. Her wig was different for the dinner. It was yes! the bar, but it was different. <laughs> and it was better. I'm sorry. Because I did notice her wig. And I was like, oh, new wig or new style, finally. But yeah. Uh, the wet and wavy in a short bob was killing me. I'm sorry. Killing me softly. If anyone can make it work, it would be Nicole Ari Parker. Oh, and exactly. then the last fun fact about the olives. They said they ate so many of those olives because they had to take so many shots. And the people who ate the olives got sick the next day. Mm. Well, well, well. Even the devil's fruit. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I'm not alone. (laughs) What it is, what it is. Yes, so did you have anything else? That was it? No, that's it. Thank you guys so, so much. It's been a long... But fun ride since the pandemic, 2020, right? Yes, yes. This is really Appreciate you guys. Thank you, thank you, yes. thank you. And we will do the movies. We'll let you know when. Hopefully it won't be too long so we can really say we've done everything. Um, But as Tane said earlier, just say subscribe and you'll see it pop up in your feed. Follow us on social media. Tane, can you tell them where they can find us? Uh, the rewatch times two T H E R E W A T C H X two on Instagram on Twitter and you can send us an email at gmail.com. Yes, and you will be kept up to date with any new episodes coming up on any of those platforms. And please give us a five star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. It really helps us out. Thank you again for staying with us through all of it, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys.